Lunch break. Date break. Break date. Oh, who knows? Time to eat. I'm hungry. This is a weird combo. Is it? I don't know. I feel like I know. I rarely ever talk to you one on one. What do you mean? We talk one on one all the time. You remember our last conversation? Hey, did you finish the call sheet yet? Oh yeah, that was that was great. That was such a deep combo. Wait, I've done one lunch date. Yeah. I well, did a lunch date with Phil. Oh, how was how was that? I don't know. They all they all saw it. It was good. This is our opportunity to get to know each other. Yep, because I don't work with you at all. Yeah. Uh huh. So I think communication is hard between us because one, there's this huge piece of plexiglass, mm -hmm. and I'm also very hard of hearing. And, and you also speak very softly. Yes. So I feel like a lot of the conversations we've had weren't had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Sure. So now is our time to start those conversations. For today's plus one is actually Andrew Liu. All right. Who requested Chinese and Taiwanese food? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. It's been a while. I haven't been on lunch break in a while. I feel like I'm back. I'm back. You've been on a lot lately. No, I think the only last one was just last week's, which was the naming states one. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I feel like everybody in Wang Fu has had a story of when they had met Wang Fu at like a previous time. Like Jen had met them at like Comic Con, and like Taylor and myself had met them at different film festivals or mm -hmm. events, right? Did you have any of those moments meeting Wang Fu in the past? I did. They came to UCI when I was a soft, a second year. Was I around? No, Wait, no. I don't think so. It was like Christine, mm -hmm. and then oh, for EBU. I don't even know if it was for EBU. I think it was just like a college tour. They were mm -hmm. just kind of there. They just showed a reel of their shorts. Was Taylor there? I don't remember him being there, <laughs> but I assume he might have been if it was like two thousand fourteen, thirteen, fourteen. But you didn't get to meet them. I took photos with the them three. Oh, so there's a photo out there. Yes, I showed Phil before, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> was that before or after you made the transition into your mm -hmm. film? That major? was after. That was maybe like half a year after I transitioned okay. out. Did that event make you be like, "I made the right choice switching into film," or were you like, "Oh no, I should switch back to bio"? No, it was more like, oh, I'm just here because it's like a free event for UCI. Oh. I was like, oh, I knew, I knew, I know of Wong Fu Productions. I might yeah. as well go. And I got tickets, so I just went. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's. that's and now it. you're here. Now well, I'm here, magically. Here. And then somewhere in between, you were networking with Alan, right? Yes, because we went to school together. Mm -hmm. So we have a mutual friend named Alan. Yeah, he's he works with us as a uh, focus puller, first assistant camera. Mm -hmm. He was also a intern for ISA. Yes, I think? ISA intern. So I heard a lot about Wang Fu beat through him. Mm -hmm. So it, like it, that's I guess why I, I guess kept in the loop mm -hmm. because of like all Wang Fu stuff because he would always talk about it. Yeah, and then at some point he brought you on to Ramel's shoot. Yes. So Ramel is another friend of ours, uh, Romix mm -hmm. Productions, shout out. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was also with ISA for a time. Alan uh, brought me to Ramel's shoot yeah. at the house you were housemating, or you The house lived that at. I lived at. Yes, it's a very yeah. weird story. And I met him. Mm -hmm. do you, what do you remember from meeting me, I guess? I, I feel like I, um, I remember us filming in front of the house mm -hmm. and it was you know in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. I don't even remember if I was like crew, 
crew on that set, or、mm-hmm. if I just happen to live there. You just happen to live there, and you're like, oh, I'll help out because. Yeah, because it was getting late, and I wanted to go to bed. Yeah. So then I, I was like helping with like lighting and stuff. You were super intimidating the first、was、time I met you. Was I? Because like you got mad because they were running wires really badly, so、oh. you were like yelling at people. And I was like, I don't want to get on this person's bad side. Oh no. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just I talked to you about、mm-hmm. just what you did, and then you brought me onto Asian Bachelorette. The first one. Yes, the first one.、Mm-hmm. And that was inception of me helping Wang.、Mm-hmm. I did have a question I wanted to ask you though. I am curious. How you got into liking movies? Because I feel like, in terms of like film critics,、mm-hmm. you're definitely up there with like Taylor and Chris,、um, in like your film critiques.、Mm-hmm. Like in high school, like I tried to like I was watching a lot of like film review channels, like like The Spill and stuff、mm-hmm. um, on YouTube, and I thought like、hmm, like that that seems like fun, but then I quickly realized after like. Writing a couple reviews, like I wasn't very smart, and like my writing ability back then was pretty bad, and like my analytical ability was pretty bad. You know, after watching like you guys's film reviews and and hearing you talk about movies, I, I'm actually pretty curious how you got into all that. I feel like I'm not even really in all that <laughs> though. Like I think I just watch so I absorb so much content、mm-hmm. that like I've kind of created like this. Scale for myself, like okay,、mm-hmm. this if it doesn't hit this, it's kind of it's bad. If、mm-hmm. it doesn't hit this,、mm-hmm. it's like it it wouldn't be in my top、mm-hmm. movies or TV shows,、mm-hmm. I guess. Well, I guess like like were your parents big movie watchers, or maybe your brother, or um, not even like we would go to the movies a lot. That's like our main source of like entertainment,、mm-hmm. or like that's how we bonded. Just because、mm-hmm. like um, like my family came from Taiwan, and like、mm-hmm. they didn't really. Do the typical like American like oh go camping or、mm. like go do like these wholesome American activities and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So like the only thing they knew of was like movie watching because、mm-hmm. that's like what they're familiar with and that's how they connected with like American culture.、Mm. So I guess as a child I went to the movies a lot.、Mm-hmm. A reason why I lean more towards filmmaking and stuff. Oh, but a funny story though for people that are confused when we refer to Jessica is that、uh, there is another Jessica in the circle who's my、really? fiance. So. Part、Martin、of the whole not fiance anymore by the time. Oh, by the time this comes out, she'll、mm-hmm. be my wife. She'll、so、be my、cute. wife.、Mm-hmm. But funny story, the whole hiring process of of Jessica. You're definitely like on top of the list for like a very long time, and I was like, you know, telling Phil about you and、uh-huh. telling like Taylor, like we gotta we gotta figure out a way to work with her more. And then I was telling my my fiance at the time, Jessica, about it. No, she wasn't even my fiance yet. She Your was girlfriend, still my girlfriend. Say, yeah. So. She was like the only Jessica in the circle,、mm-hmm. and she was like, "You can't hire her. She's like, <laughs> you can't bring on another Jessica. You almost didn't get hired because of my name. Because of your name. And it's、uh, funny because like we have like a very, very not just Jessica, but my last name's Lynn, and her、yeah. middle name's Lynn. Yeah. So I was like, so it's not like、wow. you can be, you know, also Jessica Lynn. Anyway, somehow it happened, and.、Uh, Now I'm here. Now you have two Jessica Lins in your life. Yes. All right. So we're gonna move on to some questions from Patreon. This was like actually a funny one that I saw. We're both millennials、mm-hmm. by definition. What's the worst thing about being a millennial? Being called a millennial. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know because I don't really associate、mm-hmm. like whatever like Gen Z or Boomer or whatever、mm-hmm. with how you are as a person.、Yeah. I guess because I feel like there's a lot of Boomers that can totally act like. A millennial, or like、mm. a millennial that can totally act like a boomer.、Mm-hmm. What what is yours? I think along the same lines of being called a millennial.、Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I talked about this on lunch break, but I feel like the millennial generation is like the generation of labels, 
of like assigning a label to something. Because mm -hmm. there's so many different just like like personality types, right? Like the MBTI. And that's not even the only thing. So a lot of people kind of identify to that, right? And there's also all the astrology. Everybody's mm -hmm. kind of trying to pick and choose what category they fit into. Mm -hmm. But like ba basically there's just a lot of categories that we're now just like kind of trying to fit into, you know, mm -hmm. in a sense. But, you know, obviously we also want to sh like be vocal that everybody is like an individual and everybody's different and you know to be appreciative of that right so it's kind of like two conflicting ideas like assigning a label to something but also being like oh labels don't define me i think is is a very unique thing to millennials do you yeah, notice that very yeah because i feel like because our generation is so into putting a label i feel like it's mm -hmm. better it's easier for us to learn about who exactly we are and what we mm -hmm. do and don't like though which mm. I think is like a pretty good thing because mm. I feel like before like people are still like blindly looking for who they trying to figure out who they are I guess mm -hmm. whereas now it's like if it's put into these compartments of like okay you are uh, ESFJ or whatever yeah it's like okay you know what you are and you could like is ESFJ a real thing I don't know I assume it is <laughs> it, it has all the components mm -hmm. um, but it's like oh you can let other people know what you are so yeah it's easier to communicate, I think, mm -hmm. maybe. Do you subscribe to like the MBTI or anything like that? No, but I do read read it once in a while, but I feel like it's so general that mm -hmm. it could kind of relate to anyone. Kind of like astrology and stuff. Like a fortune cookie. Mm -hmm. But I think it's fun to like just read it. Mm. Uh, do you believe that stuff? I believe it to an extent. Mm -hmm. I believe that, you know, obviously, people are motivated by certain things or like they're wired a certain way. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it's interesting to categorize it, but mm -hmm. I think a big thing more for from an individual is to not lock yourself into one thing because I think once you lock yourself in, then that you know prevents you from like your growth too. Mm -hmm. Like if you grow up as an introvert, you could, you know, through some certain circumstances become an extrovert and vice versa, right? Like you could be a very energetic child growing up and very, outspoken social but then you can become more reserved through through different experiences or just you know just maturing mm -hmm. through life not, not saying that you know extroverts are immature or introverts are immature or something mm -hmm. but you know what I mean it's like people people can change people can grow people can learn and I think that's one thing to remember when you you are kind of researching these different labels and categories of you know personalities or whatever that that you're not stuck to it mm -hmm. you know yeah I think that's that's one thing that people forget a lot Ooh. Easy. Ready? Is it easy? I, I know your answer. Do you? Mr. 10K. Do you know my answer? 3, 2, 1. Behind Mind. the camera. No, I don't mind being in front of the camera these days. Yeah. But it definitely took a lot of practice to mm. feel like comfortable. Do you feel like you're getting there? Slowly, I think. Slowly. There are still like, if I do film something by myself, I feel like I need to do like a billion takes. Just because I, I feel like, oh, I, I, I would nitpick like every little thing I did. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, no, I don't like the way I said that. Or I, mm. I, messed, up, I messed up that. Or I'm like, oh, man. Yeah, it's like slowly getting easier. Mm. As someone like, that's pretty introverted, it's like definitely a huge like out of my comfort zone when mm. I first started. Well, you, you've, been doing, you've been doing great. Thank you. It. I think, uh, you know, all the, all, the, all the fans love you. When do you think you like you transitioned from oh I'm okay with being on camera to oh I really enjoyed being on camera? Mm, enjoy being on camera. Mm -hmm. Or like oh I'm I'm down like I want to do it let's 
let's go. I think it, it comes down to like when when there's a topic that you're particularly like passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was doing like educational content on like TikTok, like it's some it's something that I enjoy doing. You know, I, I'm lucky to to have a job that you know I, I enjoy all the little things, all the little tasks that we do, and all the techniques that we're able to to use. So being able to share that. Mm-hmm. Um, Kind of help to respark my my joy for like filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I'm able to kind of speak from my own experience or like you know, knowing that oh like that life experience could help somebody that is going through a similar situation, I think that's what like kind of uh, flips the switch and is like oh it's it's less about me at that point. It becomes more about the the person that is watching and absorbing that information. You know, mm-hmm. right. I don't know if there's like a specific moment that like clicked, but I think the more you do it, it clicks more often. You know, when right. you see uh, our interns that come through and they they like take on like the certain things that we teach them, or um, or even like the the crew that comes through set, or um, mm-hmm. the different you know messages we get back from the audience and right. uh, the comments. I think it's all just it all helps to motivate us and keep us going. Like on that topic of like teaching and stuff, like have you ever thought of? In the future, quitting the film industry and then just teaching, because you you do a very good job at it. Um, I don't think I would ever quit per se. Mm-hmm. I think it's always something that you'd be able to do. And I think one thing I've been telling people a lot lately is that you can really apply filmmaking to to any career, mm-hmm. because any career, any job, any market is going to need some kind of advertising, some kind of like educational content to be created, mm-hmm. right? Like you can think about the most random job, and you can figure out a way to make filmmaking apply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Especially now with the age of social media, like mm-hmm. you need to know how to market your stuff. Yeah. In order to so, like filming on your on your phone for Instagram or or TikTok, right? That that's filmmaking, and mm-hmm. um, you're applying all the same principles that we use just for maybe a nonfiction situation. Right, and I think that's really cool. So, like, no matter what area I like shift into, like, there, that will always kind of be a part of my like ability. What advice would you give yourself in high school, mm-hmm. and then college, and then right after college? Three three points of advice to give young Jessica Lin.、Mm, I would say to join more clubs slash sports activities. I guess because、mm-hmm. I did do like sports. Or I did one. I did badminton for a year, but our our team got canceled. Oh what? <laughs> Because we were so bad. <laughs>、um, <laughs> so it kind of just like put a wrench in, like oh me、mm-hmm. doing like some physical activity for my high school. Were you varsity badminton? No, I was in JV.、Mm. And then because I did for most of like the clubs I did, it was all like volunteer clubs versus like、mm. something more like social. Yeah, they're all social versus something more like interest based. Oh okay. But I guess a lot of club. There weren't that many club options. I、mm. guess in terms of that, college. I would say don't do film. <laughs> really? Yeah, because I feel like I've met so many people now that like we've been working in like、mm-hmm. the film. It's like you don't need a degree、mm-hmm. for it. Like I would think I should have like done a degree that I could actually、mm-hmm. that would like kind of re- like definitely require something. I think if I was smart enough. Maybe like computer science because it feels like that's where the, the money's at,、mm. <laughs> or healthcare because that's that was like my original plan. And then and then like figure out a way to turn that into like filmmaking or yeah or like filmmaking on the side、mm. if, if anything because like film was never 
in like my agenda since like high school, mm -hmm. even beginning of college. Because I feel like me going into college, I, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do mm -hmm. at all. And like, I don't know, filmmaking kind of just landed in my lap kind of thing. Mm. But yeah. And then post-grad. If you meet a guy named Benson, <laughs> run away. No, run away. <laughs> <laughs> do you still feel like you're in that post-grad like mindset? Yeah. Just because mm. like, I feel like, I guess especially with this year, it's like we're so, we're all locked in. Mm -hmm. So there's not much. I feel like there hasn't been like a room for growth to happen mm. just because like you're just stuck at home mm -hmm. but I guess it's also like it's what you make of the situation mm -hmm. too what advice would you give yourself damn we are out of time guys that was a great lunch break yeah so great I don't know like which year would would you feel like needs the most advice then probably my senior year of high school mm -hmm. needed the most advice that was like the I guess one of the first times I kind of felt that feeling of like loneliness, right? Mm -hmm. all, all throughout, you know, school, uh, my brothers would be around. And I think senior year of high school, uh, my oldest brother was finishing college and then my other brother just started college. Mm -hmm. So like in, in that sphere, I like didn't really feel like I had like that, that brotherly mentorship. Mm -hmm. uh, when I feel like that was probably my most like uh, transformative time at least in my, my teens right mm -hmm. and then um, during that time was like the recession so my parents were like always working didn't really have that parental connection either mm -hmm. so there was that and then college uh, got the braces off and then um, started socializing a lot more in terms of college I think the the biggest thing I would tell myself looking back is to like control my finances sooner like mm. learn about finances, know how credit cards work and just like know how to save. I think that's that's the biggest thing. I think, I, you know, I failed I failed a finance class twice because it was online and I was I was kind of lazy. Even after that, a after college, like I still didn't even learn from those mistakes and like, but a lot of it too was because I was in LA and I was kind of pursuing this risky career, right? That mm -hmm. um, I didn't want to like move back home as like a failure or something. So then I took it, a, I took the debt on myself and like I didn't really ask for help. Yeah, those were probably the, the biggest things. All right, last question. What's your dream place to live and why? You know, I've always wanted to feel what it's like to live in like an igloo. Like, is it is it really as insulated as, you know, they say it is? I'm pretty sure it is. Cause like, I've seen like many like discovery channels where like they, or like Man vs. Wild, like digs a hole in the snow and it's like makes a little like little ledge there it's like, is that, that looks comfortable, but it also looks very cold. So yeah, I would, sure I would want to try to live in an igloo, maybe for just like a night or two. Do you like the cold? Uh, I prefer the cold over, well, I, I mean, I, li I don't mind the cold. The cold never bothered you anyway? But, you know, at the same time, I've never experienced like a blizzard or anything. So maybe I'm not, maybe I'm very like naive in that. So, mm -hmm. You're like the California going yeah, to the yeah, yeah. East, East Coast. Yeah. Oh my god, I love snow. Where would you, what's your dream place to live? Maybe like Taiwan, just because like my mm. family's there. Oh, Taiwan, because they're, they're open. <laughs> yeah, they're open. No, they're you, can go to, you can go to raves. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Just because like, I don't have extended family here. So mm. it's like, it's like a rare mm. opportunity. Oh, I could be with um, like like my grandparents and, and cousins and stuff. The other Lynn's. These are great questions. Um, thank you, Patreon. Thank you for everybody that's participated. Mm -hmm. Also, thank you to Andrew, our plus one, for joining us today. 
If you want to be a plus one on a future episode, consider joining our Patreon today at yes. patreon.com slash Productions. Yes. And then make sure to check out Wang Fu store. We just happened to be matching, coordinated matching. today. Mm -hmm. This was unintentional, but yes. that's just, you know, great minds think alike. This is why we work in the same department. Yes. And we'll see you guys on the next lunch break. Bye. Bye.